What do you hear? What do you say? Serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 uh, welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. Episode 134 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. That's right. This episode is also sponsored by Estrella Negra. Go and get you some uh, what what Mexican street fusion food. Uh, that's what I would call it. I mean, that's a good place. That's a good place to start. It's good but, fucking food. That's all you need to know. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just dope food. So go check them out on uh, uh, Western Fullerton. There you go. Uh, like E Rock said, it's it's the big calavera. You can't miss it. Uh, that's right. <laughs> as always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here, with my boy E Rock. What up, man? What's going on? <laughs> what's up z what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show if you're a first timer or a long timer please remember to hit that subscribe button that notify button and, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice you can find us on facebook at true chicago fans you can follow us on twitter at true shy fans and on ig at true chicago sports fans and don't forget you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true chicago sports fans go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month listen do you like the show i do are you a fan oh yeah then tell your friends and they will tell their friends and we can all be friends just like biggie said look if you like the show share with other people hey play it in the car uh you know as long as kids are around sometimes we uh drop some spicy language but uh you know (laughs) if you got someone else that likes uh this type of stuff that we do go ahead and share it with your friends and your family Z, what's going on, brother, man? I heard you were a little, uh, uh, you needed some hair of the dog this afternoon. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much pulled double shift yesterday, uh, celebrating with the, my Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody was a little Irish uh, this weekend and next weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah it, I was going to say, it, it was weird to me that everyone was celebrating this. I mean, I guess it's before, but it's on Friday, man. You got a whole weekend of celebrating yeah, it's weird. The, you could, if it was like a Thursday or a Tuesday, I get it. But I mean, it's at the end of next week, so I, I think it's just an excuse to party twice. Yeah, that's what hundred percent. That's what what it is. I think they they died the uh, the river this weekend. That's why I was partying, and uh, yeah. everyone's gonna party next weekend because that's that's the weekend of it. So, it, right. it's yeah, it's you know what I I don't go ham very much like uh, there's not many nights I just go ham and, and then you know have an entire day of drinking so you know if, if it's gonna be one day it's got to be saint patrick's day that's the that's probably the only day i really go out there and just you know I, what i didn't do was any car bombs no irish car bombs thank what? god no uh no you said thank god i mean i'll do that's the thing is that 
if you're if you're a smart drinker, and I think you are, right? Yeah. You know, you that that's how you start off the day, right? You start up, give me an Irish car bomb, and then you just cruise through the rest of your day. The problem is, is that it's like everyone's like, hey, take a shot. I'm like, could I just sit here and sip my beer? Talk to me in an hour and we can have a shot. Give me another hour and we can have another yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing five shots in the first hour just to fuck up the rest of my day. It's called maintaining. Yeah. It's microdosing. That's what you're doing. It's microdosing alcohol. <laughs> we invented microdosing a long time ago. <laughs> um, no, but it was, you know, it was cool to hang out with some people. And uh, at the end of the night, I ended up seeing uh, Eddie Jackson. Yeah, uh, I saw that, man. <laughs> he showed up at uh, Output and uh, walked, I walked by. I'm like, oh, it's got a little entourage. That's fucking Eddie Jackson. And uh, so I asked him for a picture and let him know, hey, we have a podcast. He's like, yeah, hit me up on the IG and uh, we'll see if we can set, them, set something up. So hopefully he comes on, man. You know, that that is really dope. As soon as it, he was one of those guys when you sent me the picture, I knew who was exactly immediately. Um, but that's just being the Bears fan that I am. Mm-hmm. And the, the funny, it, it's funny to me because, I mean, like the times that I've been at, at Output, it's a good time. It's just it feels like such a random ass place for like. I know there's connections here and there, but it feels so fucking random for that to be the place where people show up at. And and I, you know, I'm lucky enough to meet, run into people all the time there, man. Yeah. It's just, but it's I just, it, I feel like it's out of the way. Like it's not really near anything where you would expect them to pop up. It's not like downtown or anything like that. Well, you know what it is, is that it's, it's eight blocks from the United center and you know, the, yeah. the big 10 tournaments going on right now. So I'm pretty sure he's uh, coming from okay. there. Uh, and then you got you know when you look up here, what's open at this hour and that, that has wings or food? That's there's true. not many places in the area, so that is the first thing that comes up. And then you know they're known for their wings, so he came in, he uh, had some wings and and dipped out really quickly. So it was cool. It was cool. Very nice. Uh, very nice to talk to. It wasn't wasn't a you know sometimes you meet these uh, uh, sports figures or celebrities and they're dicks and yeah no nah, no nah, he was completely just a nice nice dude to talk to and you know gave me his time and and i didn't take too much time because i was also still inebriated <laughs> i was like i'm no, gonna I, keep this know, shirt you know who i used to see uh i used to see out before was uh chris duhan remember chris duhan oh yeah chris duhan yeah yeah, yeah so i used to see him out and you know and uh and he was cool but like he was always on to like uh he had his own section right so he had a, a vip section mm. but you know what who i always always used to see out at, in lincoln park was uh, jerry azuma and he was kind of a dick like you're like what's up jerry and he just looks at your side eye and i'm like bro like you're hanging out in in lincoln park come on man like yeah <laughs> zoom, zoom was uh He's very particular. I remember when he used to come into the bank and uh, so I would have him, David Terrell, and a bunch of other, you know, Chicago Bears that would show up. And mm-hmm. for no reason, they're all just hanging out at the bank in, in one of the bankers' rooms. And the reason they did that is because, you know, there was, they had the privacy. So it was nice for them to just to right. be, go hang out and just, you know, shoot the shit. Right. Um, so, but he was, I mean, for me, he was nice, but I think it's, it, it, it's also like, his surroundings like if he feels comfortable maybe he doesn't feel comfortable being you know uh randomly come up to and saying hey what's yeah, up but we were we were i was like the uh i was like one of the, the uh guys working with the djs you know what i mean so uh, he's seen me a few times and he was just like i'm like all right man okay i see how you roll i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kyle warden you over here yeah <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what else did i do um bowling Bowling, bowling, bowling was okay. We uh we swept, but I bowl like shit. Every time I, I I talk about bowling well, the next week I just fucking bowl like shit. So I'm not gonna say shit about bowling besides that I did bowl on Tuesday, and uh, I got my tournament coming up in two weeks, so I need to practice and do well. 
<laughs> you just, you just, that's the problem. You start bragging, and the the universe comes back to the bowling gods. Don't like that shit. Oh no, they don't. No, 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 not at all. And then lastly, uh, I don't know if I talked about this last week, uh, but my boys took third place. Uh, so oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they, they, you know yeah, what? We, we started talking about yeah, that. Yeah. So just want to give them a little shout out. You know, third place. Uh, it's better than no place. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey. Look, you already know my motto. If you try, then I'm happy because that means they they came out, they showed up, they came to the games, they came to practice, and they did the thing. And you know what I mean? Like to end up thirding, hey, it ain't last. So I mean, that means you did something. Right, right. What'd you do this week, man? Besides softball, uh, I, man. Today was <laughs> this this week was just a busy ass week at work, man. Really, that's what it was. Uh, this festival season is coming up, um, you know. So we'll have the uh, the MGC in a couple of weeks. I'll go up there for setup, and then I'll be back because that same weekend is my daughter's birthday. So um, we'll be back for the celebration. So I'll head up on like that Thursday of the weekend and uh, go up there set up. And yeah, right now we also have uh, some people over in Louisville doing the Louisville uh, thing, Arcade Expo. We got a whole crew down there from Stern, and then also. So uh, uh, we got reps uh, down at South by Southwest. I think it's the first time we've had our games down there, too. So uh, that would have been a cool trip to go to. Uh, I think my boss was like, I don't want to go to this shit. And my uh, my guy, Pablo, I work with, he's like, no, this is the, the one place you want to go is this one. Yeah. So and then at the end of the month, they're both going to Vegas for a show out there. So it's going to be it's just super busy right now. So you're not going nowhere. No, I'm going up to Milwaukee just for setup. Yeah, I, yeah. Usually I would stay that whole weekend in Milwaukee for that show because I did it the last two years. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, so I'm only going to go for the one day because the, the the that f- uh, Friday is my daughter's birthday. Right, right, right. So I won't. Yeah, I'll be back for that. This is her first time. This is at four years old. This is going to be her first time ever having a birthday party because couldn't have anything during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It's It's been weird for the last couple of years. Now everybody's yeah. out and about and coughing in front of each other. So. It's yeah, <laughs> last year, last year for because our birthdays are four days apart. So last year we were up in uh, uh, we're, no, where, where we go? We went to Tennessee last year. We went on a family trip to Tennessee last mm-hmm. year. And her the first two years when she turned one and two, we actually had a big birthday party set up for her her first birthday. But then that's when COVID hit literally that year because she was born in 19. And then, of course, you know, 2021, everyone was shut down still. So this will be her first official birthday party. Yeah, it's uh, it was it's what been three years now. Yeah, she's about to be four. Yeah, so yeah, it, it was this week three years ago. Oh yeah, yes, the world yes, sir. Shut down, yep. so. and, and it was and it was around right around St. Patty's Day too, because mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember driving around in my work truck and getting that announcement and seeing everyone had to like back off and then still seeing like every no one like came to all the parades and shit, but except like one these random like little clusters of people. Usually we see like you know a good amount like tens and twenty people like walking down the street at the same time, and uh, la- that year in twenty twenty you barely saw people, but these they were they were adamant. They're like I'm getting drunk. I'm like yo, you could take it home. Too. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> no one else is out, so it's going to be you and your little friends, and that's it. So, I guess have at it. I don't know. You yeah. don't want to have a party with big, with a lot of people. I'm, I'm good. I'm a lot of people stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm I like. But you know space. what I mean? Like, you know, more than just the the five people you came oh, yeah, with. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Five, and then that's it in the whole bar for St. Patty's Day. Like the whole, you know, that's a big ass party. <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, you could have just stayed home for this shit. Like, it ain't even worth it. No, not definitely not worth it. Anything yeah, else? But, and, no, just uh, watching this, uh, watching some uh, baseball. Finally getting around to, uh, you know, uh, we got spring training. You got uh, W, uh, W E C. So it's uh, a lot of cool stuff going on right now. Yeah, so that's it. And this, that and softball today. I lot a lot of damn like seven hours of softball. That, that's what we had. <laughs> softball, softball, softball. Jesus, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's how I operate. But hey, it's that time of year. We're getting ready. We're getting we're getting ready for these nice warm summer months with the uh, coming up soon. Uh, those first uh, like that that first like couple weeks of games is gonna be freezing cold. So we're <laughs> we're getting our hoodies ready for that. Oh, but yeah. uh, you know it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And like I said, we'll be rocking and rolling in the summer in no time. So that'll be a lot of fun, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This week we got part two of our special guests. Uh, father and son duo from the Yo 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 podcast, Martin and Hooter Moreno. Uh, we talk about more more sports, a lot of stuff that's going on in LA, just because we never get the LA fan perspective. So we got a lot of that stuff going on. Plus, we got Stern the Pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E Rock. I am Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. Story number one, one of my favorite wing spots. Well, just because they have this one sauce, really. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings is being sued, and they're being sued because Bolin's wings are just the breast. So, yeah, yeah. I, everybody's known this. Nuggets, guys. Everyone has known this. I don't understand why. What's the big deal? Uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is dumping, duping customers into believing that they're chew, uh, chowing down on wing meat as they order boneless wings. When in reality, it's just chicken nuggets. Duh. This is a lawsuit. I can't believe this is an actual lawsuit. And uh, the man name is Amin Halam. Sure. Uh, <laughs> in the suit. Yeah, I don't know. In the suit. Obtained by TMZ, Halam claims that Buffalo Wild Wings, boneless wings are not the boned wings at all, as they would have customers believe. But rather that slices of breast meat ch- uh, chopped up and fried like wings in a in a composition of more nugget than wing. Um, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like reading it, but looking at the picture, it, is, it says wings, and then under underneath it says boneless, and in the description it says six wings, ten wings. So he's suing. He's suing over, uh, you know, just the name wings. I guess this is stupid. It's false advertisement, sir. Technically, it is. That's what it is. And the thing is, he's going to win. He's going to fucking win. That's crazy. He is because these they want to sit there. And, and this is what happens when no one call, gets called out on their bullshit for all that time. Mm-hmm. And I, we were, I was talking to uh, uh, my wife's friend in the comments when I posted this on Facebook. She's like, this is so stupid. Everyone knows. I'm like, yeah, they do. And this motherfucker's like, hey, semantics matter. That is yes. false advertising. Yep. Those are not deboned wings. They're not boneless. They were never a wing. That is the chicken breast covered in fucking a burning in sauce it's a nugget man like who are we fooling that's a chicken nugget no one i've been barking up this tree for years yeah you yeah you've been saying this for years i know that. <laughs> I, I know i i've got i i choose the boneless or the the chicken nuggets version just because sometimes it's just i mean i i feel like it's more meat than if you get the wings and sometimes you don't yeah, it's more breast meat yeah more breast meat so, so. <laughs> everybody loves breast meat come on <laughs> All right, story number two. And this is from my favorite fucking uh, state in the world. Yeah, Uh, here we go, Ohio. An exotic cat is taken into Cincinnati Zoo after testing positive for cocaine. Oh, yeah. An exotic (laughs) cat retreat from a tree in Ohio. Of course, it's fucking Ohio. Uh, (laughs) Tested positive for cocaine. According to Cleveland.com, Cincinnati Animal Care responded to report of a leopard, which was spotted in a tree late January. CAC contacted the big cat experts to help with uh, identify the animal, which later confirmed to be endangered species uh, known as the African serval cat 
Um, so they did the DNA testing. Um, I don't know how, or they didn't even say how he got into the cocaine. Um, maybe he was fed the cocaine, or I don't know how he, he got into it. it from a bear down the street. Yeah, or you know, he, he caught a bad batch from the bear. Or this is a sequel to <laughs> Cocaine Bear. It's Cocaine Cat now. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you got you got Cocaine Bear. You got a heroin hawk. You got uh, <laughs> <laughs> heroin hawk. Good one. <laughs> oh man, yes. You know, I mean, look, look, what, what? Here's the thing, man. There's so there's drugs just out there now. Like, I wouldn't even want to drink the water in some parts of America. And they talk about like when people flush. I mean, I don't know how often it happens now, but when people would, you know, you see in the movies like Scarface and shit or whatever, people trying to flush drugs down the. You might try to drink that water. That's a lot of cocaine and other random materials that are in my drinking water. <laughs> I, yeah, I, can you imagine? First of all, it's, it's already uh, a fast animal. It, it's you know it's part of the leopard family I guess. Yeah. That motherfucker's fast. He goes what sixty miles an hour. How much faster is he going with cocaine? <laughs> I mean seriously, this I has got to be the faster sequel. or just more focused. Like you know what I mean? Like you, you could just be more focused on what you're doing, right? Like oh, I'm gonna I stop him. I don't know. Catch I've never done cocaine, so I can't speak to that. Yeah, I, I, I have never <laughs> done it either. I just need to look in the, the eyes of people that have, and they're just like really like okay, well, this is the thing. I'm like. Yo, there's some like people that do coke seem get real bossy real quick. They get, you know what I mean? Like, all right, calm the fuck down. Like, yeah, shit. Like, are you just doing this to drink more? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, mm -mm. yeah I don't know. Mm -mm. Can't, I can't do it. I don't fuck with the booger sugar. No, 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 not at all. All right, story number three. And it's one of our favorite times of year, sir. It is bracket <laughs> yeah. time. It is NCAA basketball bracket time. Are you ready? Yeah, baby. Dude, hey, look, it's it's full-on tournament time. Like I said, you got the NCAA bracket just came out today. Uh, you got the World Baseball Classic uh, tournament going on right now. So, I mean, this is this is kind of like that that perfect lineup because we didn't get the uh, the WBC last year because of COVID. They were still had restrictions. Uh, so, and even with, I think even in basketball, that's the reason why you saw a lot of teams like you saw the 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 Bulls play the Knicks like consecutive back-to-back -back games just because mm -hmm. of travel, just so you don't have to travel so much. So right now uh, we're, we're seeing the crazy thing that no one should, should be surprised about whatsoever. is the fact that team Japan is just wiping the floor with everybody. I mean, I'm pretty sure Shohei had 15 home runs and 23 strikeouts. And that was yesterday's game, not the tournament, the game. So, I mean, that's going to be a really interesting, um, you got to already, uh, I think team Canada, um, was it team Canada? Team Canada looked really good today, um, but I, I'm going to say Team Italy uh, with their head coach, Mike Piazza, they actually made the uh, the second round, so they're going to be heading to Tokyo, I believe. Uh, so Italy and Cuba uh, clinched. Japan clinched out of Pool B, out of Pool C. Uh, we're still waiting because Pool C and Pool D uh, started late, so uh, Canada has that one win today. And uh, Puerto Rico is getting their ass beat by Venezuela right now, so that'll be interesting because they're, they're both one and one, or they're both one and zero. Yeah, um, you know, the game I really want to watch is tonight's game, which is just a Mexico versus USA. Yeah, I need I need somebody's uh, login so I can watch Fox Sports One. Oh come on, bro! You gotta you gotta get that stream off the uh, the, the old Twitter machine there somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go search that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then of course, yeah, of ahead. course, of course. The tournament that we're used to at this time of year, um, this is the first time since I want to say 1975 that the number one seed going into the season did not 
make the tournament because the University of North Carolina just shit the bed and then laid in it and did fucking shit snow angels all over it because they just they completely <laughs> blew up. <laughs> it's uh, that is, you can't be more you can't get more embarrassing than that and especially during the the season where uh, I think Armando Baycott just passed by Jordan and and career points in NCAA uh, history for the uh, UNC <laughs> Tar Heels, but. Uh, that's a damn shame. Uh, at number one in the South, you got Alabama. Uh, in the Midwest, you got Houston, who's been killing it. In the West, uh, you got Kansas. And in the East, you got Purdue from the Big Ten. And they got this big bastard, Zach Ely, I think his name is. And he just like, he, he's like this kid that, that uh, it's like a fifth grader playing against second graders out there. He's gigantic. I mean, he doesn't even have to jump when he shoots. Um, he's always around the basket. So this will be a really uh, interesting tournament. Tournament. Um, looking at some local teams, you got Northwestern who got knocked out early in the second round of the uh, uh, Big Ten tournament. Uh-huh. They made number seven in the West. And Illinois, who's actually played a really good uh, season this year, they're going to be number nine in the West. So wow. uh, they can some, meet up. Some good matchups. I mean, we got some good uh, good games to watch coming up. Oh, man, there's not a bad game. I mean, no, well, let me take that back. I don't like the blowouts. You know, when it's it's like ninety four to forty five, those blowouts, those they they irk me. But um, every, just about every game is a close game, and that's why we love March Madness because you don't know who's going to win. Right. Um, for those people that are, are into the gambling, good luck. I, I I'm not <laughs> gambling on any of these fucking games because these games all are just toss ups. They're really just toss ups. Not not necessarily, but you do. So you get your first four in, which are the uh, the ones that are going to be going in uh, as the number sixteen seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you got Texas A and M, Southeast Missouri State, Arizona State, Nevada, Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, Texas Southern, and uh, FDU, which I do not know what that is. Uh, Franklin Delano, I don't know. Roosevelt. Anyway, that guy. Um, so. <laughs> But I mean, you got, you know, but the, I, I really think the big story is, and, and this is not for a college uh, college basketball guy, because this is literally the only time of year when I will turn on NCAA basketball is this tournament going up, uh, the, the all the the regional tournaments going up, the conference tournaments going up until the big tournament and this right here. So, but you get some of these uh, uh, these offshoots, right? Shaka Smart uh, shocking the whole world with VCU a couple of years ago and which I did not know. He's now the coach of Marquette, mm-hmm. which is good for him. And he has hair and it's kind of freaking me out because I remember him being a little bald guy. But yeah. He got, the, he got the hair money now, you know? He got the hair money. Well, he went down, I, I, I want to say he went to Texas and coached there for a while, but I, did, I had no idea. I, again, I don't follow college basketball like that, but yeah. this is a very exciting time of year because you, you know, look, you get so many games in a, such a short span of time um, and every game is winner go home. So, right, it's like a true, true tournament. It's not like baseball. Um, and, and you get those turn, especially in that first couple rounds, you get a lot of like turnaround, like this afternoon, uh, like from two to six is or two to two to four is this game from like four thirty and six thirty is this game like you got bam, bam, all the bam, way bam, all the way to midnight out quick yeah all I the way it. to midnight you, you're watching basketball from from 11 a.m till 12 uh, 12 a.m you're literally watching basketball for you know over 12 hours sometimes and yeah. some of these games go into double and triple overtime and those are the games you do not want to miss i'm telling you right now there's gonna be a lot of great games um you know i'm looking i'm cheering for illinois and i'm cheering for northwestern um, I don't see them getting any far, but um, I'm sure. <laughs> no, and, and you know the, the crazy thing is, is that I'm pretty sure Alabama had a player that was arrested 
um, because uh, yeah. of like gun charges. Yep, 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 yep. We, yeah. cut, we, we I think we talked about that uh, off air, or what did I talk on? Yeah, we. I think it was on uh, on the uh, No War on the Weekend podcast. We talked about that. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, what, what ended up happening is that uh, he drove a gun back to his friend who left it in the back seat, and um, the guy ended up murdering per- people with the gun. So. Yeah. The, yeah, so essentially, yeah, it was Darius Miles and his friend. Uh, they were indicted on capital murder charges. Um, yeah, it, uh, of the death of Jamia Harris. And Miles was already moved from the Alabama team and he was when he was arrested. So, uh, I mean, it's not like he was with the team. He was already away from the team by the time they got through this. But it, and it's a shame. Again, a number one overall team, uh, oh, oh, a number one overall seed losing a uh, important player and a young lady. I believe that was a young lady losing her life as well. So yeah. uh, it, it's a shitty situation. But I, I'll, I'll say what uh, you know, Alabama to still make that number one after going through that and and having to experience that uh, that's that's pretty strong, man. I don't know if uh, I don't know if they're gonna be able to be kicked out of the tournament. No, no, uh, Alabama's uh, not known for their basketball, but uh, this year they they've they've been a powerhouse. Uh, so you know, again, all these games are gonna be good in my opinion, um, except for those blowouts. But um, you know, I'm I'm gonna be watching. Uh, we'll fill out a bracket if you wanna. Give us your suggestions or your or your sure bets. Send them over to us. Yep. But the uh, so today is the twelfth. So the first round starts on the sixteenth, which I believe is Thursday. So uh, you want to help us fill out some brackets because we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Uh, that would be <laughs> awesome. And then maybe we will, uh, you know, maybe we'll make some some uh, some team uh, uh, monetary bets on some of this shit and see what we can do. Some little adventure. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back with Hooter and Martin Moreno after the break. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, he's going to bring us back because I don't want okay. to get... I'm not trying to get clowned again. <laughs> nah, bro, bring us back. Bro. Come on, bro. You got the voice. Hey, we're back. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. All right. Doing it. All right, bring us back then. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here we are live and direct from Estrella Negra here in Chicago. 
Give out Friday, Friday, Friday. Give out the to your niggas so they can find out where where they come to eat, man. It is right there where you see the big ass sugar skull outside Western and Fullerton. Twenty three forty six West Fullerton. The address is right there. Sir. You think I can read that shit? Twenty three forty six West West Fullerton, West Chicago, Fullerton. Illinois. Estrella Negra for all your um. This is fusion. This is like a yes. uh, like a, a very artsy Mexican restaurant that sticks to the traditional cuisine, but inflects a very modern flavor to their pozole, their wings, their desserts, their drinks. It's a uh, it's an incredible experience bring your mom bring your abuela bring your kids uh you'll have an amazing time here the bring art is incredible oh, yes. the art's amazing here. and uh so uh i can't talk enough good things about estrella negra i know every time somebody comes to chicago that i know i'm like dude you gotta hit Estrella. Yes. Yeah. yeah every time absolutely so uh, i had a quick question how do you guys get hooked up with otto Ah uh, shit! Aha! Where were we? Uh-huh. No, he actually. We met him uh, uh, years ago. I was doing a shot here with Gabriel with Fluffy. Yeah. And Otto showed up to the show, and in the meet and greet, he uh, to Gabe's manager or his personal assistant or to somebody, he handed him a card and he said, "Hey, I have a restaurant, and uh, we do these." Um, Chocolate chip tamales and yeah. wings and all, yeah. all kinds of like it was like this this fascinating yeah. uh, uh, review and and then Gabe said hey call him up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> said it's his restaurant empanadas. so it's for so he 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 was closed and he literally opened up the restaurant for us and the whole crew that's what and uh, and it, I mean it was late. Three nights in a row, <laughs> and we stayed out here late, and we and we uh, and he treated us really, really good. Um, and then after that, we just stayed uh, connected. Shit, I've I've uh, I've vacationed with Otto, I've traveled with Otto, I've yes, uh, we've done uh, you know, and I've I, uh, and then for uh, a while I I uh, was doing we started doing shows here at Estrella Negra. One night I was driving cross country. We we're driving uh, my girlfriend's car from Rhode Island to uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um, we stopped. I said, hey, man, let's stop at Estrella Negra uh, and get some food. And uh, so I, I called him up. We stopped by. We ate. And then I was looking for an Airbnb. And he goes, bro, he goes, I got a blow-up mattress. He goes, you can stay at my pad. I got a whole room over there. And we're just going to be here for the night. So we stayed there. And then when we were here, we went down to the basement. And I was, was here for that show. And the yeah. basement show. Yeah, bro, I so I there, was, there was this basement. And I was going through this whole, like, um, I had, at that time, I had been doing shows with uh, with this guy named Victor Valena, and he would do music. Mm-hmm. And then I would just get on these rants, and it was like uh, I'd get high, and mm-hmm. I just go on these crazy rants. And I looked downstairs, and I said, "Bro, let's let's do an underground show here one day." Yeah. And um, and holy shit, we did. And it was, I thought it was a freaking hot mess. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. You called one of my uh, one of my guys. He's uh, Victor. He's another kid that went to high school with us a couple years younger, uh-huh. and he's dating one of the girls that we we graduated. And he was out. He was in the back. He had a big beard. And he's kind of bald. He was in the back, and he started yelling something. He's like, "Hey, shut the fuck up, Game of Thrones over there!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roasted his ass. I'm like, "Damn!" Oh my god! But yeah. coming in hot. 
It was, it, it, oh, and, I, and you know, and I, and I guess it was just like this, this, uh, this, like almost like this poetic license, free thinking. Like yeah. it wasn't a comedy set per se. There was comedy in it, but there was just a lot of like uh, uh, thoughts, thoughts. I think it was Literally, a lot of like you spewing your views, yes, and your opinions. Yes, and I think you kind of prefaced it with the like, hey, yeah. this is. I'm just gonna fucking go off the cuff here, yeah, and just say what I yeah. mean. Put your, was, put your phones in your fucking pocket. Yes, don't record this shit. Yes. Because I don't want to be, you know, quoted on shit. It's just have a fucking good time. Be present. And yes. I remember you saying be present. I and, and, you know, I did a few of those shows. I did a few of those shows in L.A. where I'd have music in the background. Holy shit. One of them we did. Um, we did Holy Communion. Mm. Um, and it was me, Hooter, and G. Riley on stage, and the music was like church music. <laughs> and I remember, I remember we had the wine was Blood of Christ because it was the house wine at this bar. Okay. And and, and then we had edibles with medicated, um, uh-huh. uh, like a glaze, a miracle drizzle. We called it. And so <laughs> we'd put Miracle Drizzle oh, wow. on the edible, and then we had people coming. Oh, and then we had Blunt Ashes, because it was uh, Ash oh. Wednesday. So we had Blunt Ashes where we were putting, Hooter was putting yo, yo, yo on people's foreheads. Wow. wow. And people were lined up to the door. It was fantastic. It was incredible. And then, and we're like doing, you know how like preachers do altar calls? Yeah, we're like, yeah. all right. He goes, everybody here tonight, if you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh my God, my nana's going to judge me for this. this this is blasphemy. Your nana don't care. You're, leave, <laughs> let it go. And then Hooter's like, let it go. Listen, if you're sitting here worried about your rent and your child support and how you don't got a job, let that shit go. You're not going to fix it tonight. Come up here and take communion. And dude, people were coming and, uh, and the music is playing and I'm handing out the edibles and, and the wine and Hooter's doing the ashes. And I remember there's G. Riley at one point and it's recorded and you could hear it clear as day. He gives somebody the edible and he says, dip it in the wine. It tastes better. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. He said, dip it in the blood. It tastes better. Oh, my God. It was. Bro, if we would have had a pool there, we could have done baptism. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Easily. Oh. We could have baptized so, people. So we did that here. And then we did a Vegas show that was very similar to that. So it was Vegas, Chicago, and L.A. where we did a little bit of that. Um, in Vegas, we rented out this warehouse that was 420 friendly, and you could bring your own booze. Mm, so people showed up with handles, handles bro. bro. Oh, handles they had of handles alcohol. of alcohol. We, I mean, people. And then at the end, we did communion, and we had fireball and pan dulce. Oh. <laughs> hey, at least the pan dulce is a suck of the liquor. Oh, my God. It was just some random shit, bro. But it was fun. And it's and and you know like look and then after that we did more shows here and then eventually we started doing up on the top not on, underneath and then yet and then we had the show last night that you guys were at and last night I mean oh, look man. that show was a um, you know as a comic you would call it combat comedy because yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's it was literally like when you when I first started and I said it on stage like when I first started I used to do these bar shows where people would get loaded. And didn't really give a shit, you know. Yeah. It was like the Mexican Apollo, this this bar over in Montebello, um, called Tortillas and Wild Coyote. But <laughs> but 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 like everybody that's anybody, Gabriel performed there, Felipe Esparza, Willie Barcena, Joey nice. Diaz, Cat Williams. Um, I mean, just Paul Rodriguez was there at one point. Uh, went through that spot, you yeah. know. And and but again, the people would be loaded. 
and you would be up there just you know if you could make those people laugh you can make anybody laugh and and last night when when i went on the, the people chicago you, you motherfuckers drink <laughs> and uh, and last night there was no uh no shortage of no. that so half the audience was really tuned in like, a, like but then there was another half that were way loaded but yeah. but you know what yeah but, know. But, but you have to go with it and you can't get upset at it you know no. it's it's when you give somebody that much alcohol you got to expect that they're going to pipe mm -hmm. up you know yeah. and then they start becoming or thinking they're a part of the show yeah. and you, yeah. you can't what are you going to do shut them up at that point you have to roll with it and not a lot of comics don't like that it's it's yeah. not it's not conducive to doing a set because it throws off your timing you, you, big you, time you, there right, is right. no and, timing and, and uh, hooter was up there and the dude was just yapping and hooter rolled with it as much as he could mm -hmm. and you could see the expressions on his face He's like, fuck this fucking dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh -huh. He's like, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he goes in, back into his set, and it's like, it throws your timing off, especially as a comedian. Your yeah. timing is everything. And, and, it, and it almost becomes, it, then you end up doing a lot of crowd work, yeah. and then you inject your jokes in there, but you can't sell them as a bit because... They're, at that point, they're not having it. They've already know. they've already engaged you. They've you're just, already you're just a, reciprocating what you're getting. You're, yeah. yeah, and 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 as long as you could do that dance and still make them laugh, um, then it it, it it it's it it actually feels really fucking good. To it's be more honest. improv at that point. It becomes improv. It becomes in the moment. Yeah. It becomes and it gets you. It, it becomes gets, a UFC fight. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it could have. It could have yesterday. Shit. But your chops are just that much stronger when you when you're able to do that. You 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 end up getting. You know what? Now you go to a place where there's like you know uh, a few hundred people, a few thousand people, and they're all paying attention. It makes it that much fucking easier. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. not that long ago, I mean, this is back in October, Ariel Elias, she was a, a young lady comedian mm -hmm. up on stage, and she got a beer thrown at her on stage. And she read, y'all didn't hear about this? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, so it was, it, was, it was a heckler, obviously. Threw the beer, and she just, like, ducked out the way and kept going. Like, she, like, fired back at him. But, that, but that's the thing is that, you know, I, I, I think crowd work has always been a part of it, right? Like that's just yeah, like, but if anybody assaults me, that's a that, different story. But that's yeah, what I'm saying sure. is yeah. that you're you're talking about going to a different level. At yeah, that point, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah like that's yeah, that's no. a whole different thing right there. Yeah, when you're launching objects, uh, get at that, like I'll put up with with a heckler. I'll put up with a drunk, rowdy person. You know what sucks is it, they start being um, they start disturbing the people that actually want to hear a show. Right, that's the right. yeah. and, that, and that's what that's the fuck. That's the one fucked up part about it. But as long as you can keep those people also entertained and yep. laughing mm -hmm. um then you're okay i mean yeah. considering the fact that yesterday was the first time i realized that this fool looked like pat mahomes oh. that was the highlight of my night <laughs> you motherfucker bro, i'm so mad he had that, that in a chamber you, so mad bro you <laughs> so fumbled mad. that shit i did so hard <laughs> i did bro i'm a bears fan what do you expect there it you don't go. matter <laughs> okay, I, I, I feel like my mic is low. Is it low or no? Is, is it, it just me? Is it your headphones? So let's see. It could be. Who knows? I could. There it is. Now it's loud as hell. There we go. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, sound check. Sound check. My homes. Omaha. I'm so, yeah, I'm so mad. I didn't Photoshop his face onto my homes yet. Oh, oh my now, god. Now you don't have to. to. <laughs> He sent me the picture. Like, dude, we have the same exact fucking smile. Bro, <laughs> bro your, your girlfriend lost her fucking mind. Oh, she did. When she Googled it, and she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker got a secret life. 
No wonder I don't see him on Sundays. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, yeah. You look yeah. just uh, like uh, him. Like, oh, I yeah. love it. We have a sports. We talk all things sports, and my co-host looks like Mahomes, and I never saw it. But now, here, now, we talk now. everything sports, this except the obvious. For some, for some reason... This motherfucker comes to my house every week with a socks hat on. Yeah. For some reason, he shows up tonight with no hat. Or the other night with no hat. Wrong video. Wrong video. But you always wear a hat. So always. how the fuck? I, he don't have the curls out all the time. No, no. That's I put him on the video. I put him on the video. Yeah, but right. bro, Mahomes is wearing a helmet yeah, bro, half the yeah. fucking time. You just need your... your, your, your <laughs> you got, you, do you have a little brother? No, no. Oh, you, you need, need a TikTok you need a, brother. You need bro. a little TikTok yes, brother. Yeah. And you need your chick making fucking toxic videos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you need you need your chick. Have you to need teach a team, bro. You need a Fun chick. teaching. Yeah, you need a chick on Instagram and everybody commenting. Go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Yoko. <laughs> oh my god, no, bro. I, I mean, these are owing like if he's really Mahomes. <laughs> He's, it. he's, yeah, he's Mexican, bro. He's Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomie. Mahomie, bro. Oh. Oh, shit. Dude, she should have seen her face when she Googled it. She was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was bad. Dude. All the way home. It's just you don't have the voice, bro. No, yeah. you got to work on good. that, yeah, bro. You gotta, yeah, you got to get on voice lessons over there, intro you guy. work on it, bro. <laughs> Know how we're cutting the, yeah, the promos now? That is so true. Mahomes in the morning zoo. Oh <laughs> we got a special guest on the morning zoo. We got Patrick Mahomes coming in straight out of his Super Bowl win. Hey guys! <laughs> well, that's Kermit the Frog. Yeah, <laughs> sounds the same. Same, same person. The exact same thing. Yeah. Well, Patrick Mahomes, dude, he, he does voiceover for Kermit now. <laughs> Oh, the guy died, right? The guy died? The guy died. Oh, oh shit. shit. There you go. Yeah, dude, it's plug oh. and play. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical, bro. And you've never seen the resemblance? I No, no, not at all. Not at all. Jesus. Hmm. Bro, I'd have been milking that shit. I've been, I've been showing up in Kansas City and all the bars right there just with a hat. For, you know, now you're lucky, with bro. With a curl out. Because <laughs> usually, like, when people are like, you know who you look like? It's always a fucked up person. <laughs> Oh, you got lucky as fucking Patrick Mahomes, fucking Super Bowl MVP. Motherfucker <laughs> blew up, thank God. Dude, it's, it's a dude that would like cycle through bars in Chicago that was dressed up like Guy Fieri. Oh, I'm dude. like for real, like on purpose, bro. I went, I went, I went like to the Marines. Put ever a guy. To He's like dress check. up as Guy Fieri's like the last dude. Right. Bro. He's like guys, look, check out my shirt flames. Like what the fuck? I went to I went to the Marines for a few months and. Um, I got let go because I have an extra bone on my foot, so okay. my foot kept swelling up. I got a medical separation, uh, but I got out of boot camp and I had the haircut yeah. and I had a T-shirt that said United States Marine Corps, mm. and so I had this freaking Marine Corps haircut with this T-shirt, and I was, you know, I was in my late teens, so I, I, I was pretty, you know, Ripped. like mm. I had a 29-inch waist and mm. I weighed one fucking 75. I had, Jesus. you know, like a cut up. I was, you know, that's, I was good to go. It was my like, prime. That's me in fourth grade. And so, and so I would show up to bars and you're in the service, sir, yes, sir. 
Dude, they'd buy me fucking pitchers yeah. of beer. Pitchers of I never paid for beer. Every time I'd go to a bar anywhere where there was military people, yeah. they would freaking take care of me, bro. They, dude, these, they, they, it was just incredible. And I milked it. I, I shouldn't, Why not? you know. Hey, listen, Why not? No, no disrespect to the veterans, but fuck it, I did no, my we love time. Veterans. I did, I did two and a half months of my boot time. camp. Oh, yeah. you know, I got that. enough pitchers of beer to make up for all those yellings I got. <laughs> It that was my off. retirement package, bro. Oh, man, bro, man. I kept that haircut going for months after I got out of there. Mar- Martina, months. Let, let me ask you a question, bro, because we we haven't really talked about you at all. And the question, I really want to know what you did aside from, you know, milking your military two-month uh, career. Oh, my God. What did you do before comedy, man? Bro, that's another episode. Down here. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have you back, man. That's to be continued, bro. Yeah. Um, I did everything, bro. I, I I dabbled in every single thing you could dabble in. I took so many classes and licenses. And, and, you saw real estate. Um, and and uh, uh, I took real estate classes. Yep. Yes, I did. I did. Um, so shocked. I was in healthcare. Or? I was in healthcare. I uh, my last job. Uh, I worked at UCLA Medical Center in a cath lab where they did. Um, um, electrophysiology studies okay, and, right. and um, um, put in pacemakers and defibrillators and things like that. Gotcha. That was my, my last full-time job. But before that, I had to work in ERs. I'd work in urgent cares. I'd work ambulance. Uh, my plan was to be a paramedic, but then I got a couple of DUIs and that shit didn't pan out. Um, and then uh, I was going to go to nursing school, PA school. Uh, I took the test to be a um, correctional officer for, for the juvenile hall. I took a class in import-export documentation. Uh, recently, I took a Brujo class, so I took Brujo 101. Uh, I dropped out. He's fucking around. <laughs> he's like, no, I know there was a who the fuck offers this class. Fucking UCLA, the, crook, the, the crooked, crooked Hogwarts, bro. The, <laughs> a place called the Crooked Path, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I went there and uh, uh, I took Brujo classes. Uh, I'm a Brujo school dropout. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've dabbled in a lot of shit, and you know what's interesting. Um, Things sometimes don't pan out, and no matter how much you try to butt your head, you you keep going and you keep trying to push and you keep trying to push, and for some reason it, it th- doesn't work out. Yeah, and you're not happy, and and you're just kind of searching. And you know, I didn't start comedy until I was 30, 31 years old. And mm. and what was interesting that as soon as I did, doors just started opening up. I started meeting people. I started. Uh, getting opportunities. Uh, I had a television credit two years into my comedy, starting comedy, which is unheard of. Um, And again, I I got, uh, I don't want to say lucky, but I was very fortunate the way that things, when I started comedy, uh, there was a list of the top 100 Latino comedians in the country because that's how few there was mm-hmm. that wow. you could put them in a top in a in a 100 yeah, list yeah. and that 100 list included guys that they were not famous by any stretch of the imagination you just had to put them on the list to come you knew yeah. every brown comic from LA to New York and anything anything in between you knew who the brown comics were mm. that's how little there was um, now there's 100 brown comics that are starting today yeah. Which is great. Yeah. It's, it's great. And that all happened because, you know, there was a show called Que Locos oh, on television. Yes. And that was the first time that there was representation 
for Latino comedians, and it inspired a whole generation of comedians. And uh, I was fortunate enough to, to, to come in before it became the uh, the animal that it is now, mm. you know? Uh, so, yeah, that, I did a little bit of a lot of everything. That's, that's Jack of all up. trades, master of none. Com- th- th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, look, you know, you know what, it, the funny thing is it really comes down to the community that you're in, right? Because we work with Mikey O, who does a lot of shows over here. Mm-hmm. He brings in a lot. Like, we have uh, Anthony Fuentes, who's yeah. been on the show. He's a big New York like fan, yeah. and he sounds like, you know, and he was like. I'm walking it, here. Right. Like, if you could yeah. just close your eyes and think Yankees fan or, or New York yeah. fan, because he's not he's actually a, a Yankees he's fan. He's a Mets fan. But. If you close your eyes and think of a Yankees fan, this is the dude like that voice pops up in your head, right? Sure. And the funny thing, the funny thing is that despite the fact that I grew up in Humboldt Park, which is all Puerto Rican over here, I'm not Hispanic whatsoever, but I got like uh merged into I the community. Osmosis. Right. Because I yeah. grew up with all Puerto Ricans. I was born in Humboldt Park with all the Puerto Ricans. I'm Jamaican and Irish. You're so Jamaican and I Irish. I am Jamaican and Irish. And the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, bro, look at over here. Like, what, the, like, what fuck? the fuck? You're not Puerto Rican? But here's the funny thing, right? So, like, Mikey always helped us out quite a bit. I mean, he linked us up with the uh, the CPD Knights, who is the Chicago Police Department baseball team. We announced their game, Comedians versus uh, Cops, softball charity game, right? All this shit. He's always brought, brought us in. And every time he talks about it, he's like, it's the only Latino sports podcast in Chicago. And I was like, yes, sir, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I actually took a class called um, uh, Stand-Up Comedy Workshop, and, I, and when I showed up, they, um, they had this PA with, with a microphone, and I showed up late because uh, I had just got uh, done with, this fool had a flag football practice uh, with playing for the Vikings over in Carson, and, and, uh, and, I, and I dropped them off, and then I went to the class, and and they said, oh, everybody already introduced themselves. Uh, introduce yourself. Do you have any experience with comedy? And uh, why are you taking this class? And uh, so I went up there and I said, my whole life people had called me Martin. My whole life. And that mm-hmm. moment when, I, when they said, uh, but I, I, I went by Martin as well. You know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. after I took Chicano studies. Mm-hmm. Forget it. It was over. Fucking Martin. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking. Soy Mexicano. No Roll soy the arm, motherfucker. I'm not, no, Roll the arm. I'm not Hispanic. Those are the people from habla Hispana. Que blah, 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 yada, yada. I'm not Latino. Right. I am Mexican-American. I am Chicano. Dude, dude I, was, I was very passionate, yeah. right? And uh, so that when I got, and that's where I was at when I showed up to this place. Yeah. And I said, what's your name? I said, uh, my name is Martin Moreno. I uh, don't have any experience, but comedy is what I was born to do, and uh, uh, I'm gonna, you know, be very successful at it. And they, everybody looked at me like, "What the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> uh, motherfucker. Yeah, but but um, but yeah, that was uh, in 1999. That was uh, wow. fall of 99. Yeah, uh, listen, we were what, what were we doing in fall of 99? Fall of 99, we had just started our senior year of high school. Uh no, we graduated in the sp- in the summer of that year. Oh, some of us did. <laughs> I got I graduated on time. Some of you guys, did. some of you guys didn't. Some of you guys didn't. But uh, yeah, we we graduated in May of '99. That's right. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of, of our friends that. It, it's hard to remember. Well, I mean, yes. one of them right here, of course, from yeah. uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I, look, it, it's. I tell you what, like we went to Lane Tech right down the street here, right, and we've had we. It was a. It, it's a big school. It's right, the third it's a largest school at the time, the right? State. Now it's like college prep. Like, okay. there's no that we, we had. We had the uh, shops, uh, auto shop, and the yeah. CAD shop, and like all dra- We had drafting. That like, was my major. I was a shop major. Oh, give me you a know? fucking tool, and I'll fucking do it. 
But yeah. we, we have so many people that came out of that school are like super creative, right? Like right now, one of the members of our graduating class is the principal of our high school, yeah. a young black woman. As the principal of the high school that we went to on the north side of Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that come out of lane, especially uh, throughout Chicago, that are just super creative. And that just, you know, it's, it's that culture. And we all raise each other up. We got the show with those like, hey, you know, we, we, it's, this, it's the community. That, that's what brings you up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's crazy because I've been to Chicago quite a bit of times. And I hear people say a lot of what you just said and how much love there is for the community. Now, you know, not to be a downer here. But when you look at Chicago and you think of Chicago, when I hear anything about Chicago on the news, mm. it's never fucking good. It's yeah. the crime. It's the crime. Chirac, and, bro. It's Chirac, homie. Yeah. And, and so, you know, uh, and, and nothing comes out about how united, how yeah. uh, incredible the community, how interwoven it is. The only thing that gets attention is the negative, which yes. is unfortunate. It's similar to because L.A. in the 90s, right? You yeah. heard about the Watts, the yeah. riots, and yeah. the fucking burnings, and the fucking shootings. And right. Yeah, you got the Rodney King thing. Like well, L.A. Bad. people, people are like, not, not so much people, Chicago. Chicago is, is a big city, but there's a lot of people like in the Midwest and a lot of places in America that hear of Los Angeles. Angeles and they think it's this crazy jungle this yeah. this yeah. this place where you just got to watch your and you do you do got to be careful obviously but so I feel you have city. to be careful anywhere yeah anywhere. every yeah. city there's no nothing you know anybody just walking around lollygagging is but, but, see, but see here's the thing too is that when you talk about the negative stories you hear coming out of Chicago number one the, the story in the in the line has always been if it bleeds it leads every news broadcast around the nation the first thing you hear is about the bad thing that happened today yeah. whether it's here whether it's across the street whether it's across the world so yeah. that's never changed sure. number two now you're competing with more people than other uh, than ever for 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 listens for right Listens for 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 yeah, attention, views, yep. right? Video games. Look, hey, everyone in the world got a podcast, right? Yeah, that's what it is now. You know what I mean? Hey. It never used to be that way. <laughs> you know, we shit. We thought we were being clever. <laughs> right? Walter, they get a load of us. <laughs> yeah, two Irish Jamaican Latinos. My co-host is Mahomes. Boy, are we gonna blow the fuck up? <laughs> I practiced my radio voice for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who Manscaped? As a matter of fact, you call Manscaped now because <laughs> they better get in on it now. Otherwise, we're to the moon, bro. Hey, bro, it ain't getting bigger. You better, you better shave it. <laughs> Hooter, you, well, I'm sorry. Do I you shave your balls? Oh, I have to. You have to. Yeah, bro. Okay. Because I mean, if you I you manscape, like, do you manscape all the time, or? Bro, I fade that shit. Oh, you fade. <laughs> you fade it. He's in the mirror, like in and, the angle. And, <laughs> hey, you sure you're not Puerto Rican? <laughs> Hey, hey he's he lines it, it up. Hey, I got the beard. I got he, he gets it lined up. I got, a, I got an arrow. I got an arrow. Otherwise, you won't find it. This one's got the Mahomes curls down there. One hundred percent. Put the headband down there, bro. Hey, Mija, get ready. I'm gonna go long. <laughs> Buckle that chin strap. Hilarious. Oh, Hooter, how, how did you get it? <laughs> Bro, I got <laughs> What was it like growing up with this guy? Man, this is incredible <laughs> You gotta tell me Cause I'm cause, uh, Here's the thing I told y'all last night I mean, it's amazing Like, you see There's a lot of family 
that you know like people especially like I guess in, in show business you do see a lot of family follow after the footsteps and hell if someone can give me a step in the door I'm gonna take it right mm-hmm. but I mean like there ha- there's also a lot of stories where so and so was famous and the and the you know the, the, the kids are like I don't want any of that I saw what it was like so what I'm thinking is like what it was what was it like to grow up with him and what made you want to pursue it as well um well for me it was a little different bro because like my dad said he he didn't start till uh what when you were 30 Mm -hmm. so you were like nine or ten yeah so like from 10 you know it was kind of like on a normal tip but after that um that's when it started to get like oh damn my dad's a comic you know like when we when he'd take me on the road with him or when we'd go to shows or like uh you know i'd spend summers with him and then he we he'd take me with him like to gigs bro oh shit Mm. and so um yeah once i got to high school then he was gone like every weekend gone thursday to monday gone thursday leave thursday get back monday and then after that he was gone for like months Mm. like months at a time bro like let's go to costco and stock up motherfucker otherwise you're gonna starve (laughs) you know what i mean it's in a pan because ain't nothing in the house exactly and so um i thought i was gonna be on the industry side of things you know like Mm. a manager or an agent or something um but one day I just went on stage, bro. I was 21 years old. I had I was about to turn 21. I went on stage and I got laughs. What, what was this at? It was in Hermosa Beach. It was uh it was this open mic mm-hmm. and uh, you had to sign up. Right. I go up and uh, I got laughs and I said, "Fuck, all right." <laughs> well, that was cool. It's like Monster Inc., right? You got the laughs and you fucking felt juiced yeah. up. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I want more. And so I remember. That whole week, I uh, I did open mics like every night, and yeah. then every night people were like, "Dude, how long have you been doing this?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, I just six I hours just since, <laughs> since Thursday <laughs> this week, six hours." And so then my head was just like, "Oh, bro, this shit's easy." Uh, <laughs> as soon as oh, you said is, that, oh, bro, <laughs> this shit's cake, bro. Nah. It's my first day and people think I'm fucking a year in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the so, fast track. Yeah, I'm on the fast track here. And so um, I didn't tell anybody. Like, I didn't tell my dad. I didn't tell my girlfriend. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell anybody, dude. And then I went to go to a show at a bar uh, with some dude named George Perez. He ran the um, bar and he has a pretty cool podcast it's called george perez stories check him out he's hilarious but he put me on and he knew you know yeah. that i was uh martin's son and he's like yeah bro i'll give you time i go up there and i fucking bah. eat it <laughs> <laughs> i forget what i'm supposed to say bro and i'm pacing back and forth i used to have the recording but i don't know what the fuck happened to it i was pacing back and forth for three minutes mm. no um, I'm surprised the host didn't come and get you. Um, toss your ass out. Um, <laughs> um, Wait, just waiting for that Sandman to come um, and grab you. Um, 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 for three fucking minutes. And so I said, okay, well, maybe this shit's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just, that's all. I stuck to it, dude. That, and what am I, 11 years in? 11 yeah. years. Wow. 
that that's what's up, man. Because I mean, like, I, I, I honestly, I didn't know, I, I didn't know the relationship, right? Like, because I mean, shit, I met y'all yesterday, <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like, I, I didn't know, and so I'm saying, I was like, okay, shit. And like, here's the thing, I, I love, I love venues like this. It's, it's so small, it's so intimate. I, I, I have a lot of friends that are musicians and DJs and all this shit throughout Chicago, right? So I've always been used to, I used to be a bouncer, right? Like, I've always been used to being behind the scenes, industry side, like all that shit. So, like, seeing this, I went to go see Adam Sandler at the United Center a couple weeks ago, and it was, mm-hmm. it was dope, right? Like, I was like, oh shit, it's Adam Sandler. Like, sure. he did his whole bit. But this right here, the way that I think about it, it's like, only this many people got to see this, got to experience yeah. this, or ever experienced that night. Right, so that's the shit that I absorb right there. So like, and I'm a big comedy nerd. Like, I got like the big ass stack of like old like uh, uh, comedy vinyl with Jonathan Winters and Johnny Carson and like you know what I mean, Lenny Bruce and every yeah, everybody. Right, like sure. so like being around it, I I just the the seeing the way that everything is put together, a production in your head, and then you have to figure out how do I make this make sense? How do I trigger those points that are gonna make you laugh? Watching that happen, I, I absolutely love this shit. Yeah, I did. Um, the beginning, I, you know, they say you're never supposed to open up with new material. You go out there and do shit that's gonna be, you know, yeah. that's gonna kill. I, at that moment, I had to be as much in because the, the way that the room was when I got up there, right. I, I had to like bring everybody in and go into the. I had to be in the moment, mm-hmm. and I literally started talking about how I started off doing bars and that this reminded me of that, yeah. and it, yeah. and it, and then I and then I went into stuff that i hadn't talked about before like the whole hershey's and the women's uh, the the women's history month and then the uh um even the alien shit made in china and the whole fucking um there was a lot of stuff in the front that was just in the moment yeah you know because the people could sense it you know and 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 it was you get to try you get to take more risks in a room like that and you get to try shit whereas like when you're performing in front of 10,000 people, holy shit. I mean, I did Dodger Stadium with Fluffy. You know, we had 50,000 people. Right. We did the United Center here uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, no, was it last year? Uh, two years? Was it? No, it was last year. Last it was year. last year. Last we did year. it early last year. And, uh, you know, that's a different animal. You go up there and, and you're just trying to hit, 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 yeah. hit. You know, um, whereas here you're, you're able to take way more you know risks more chances you don't you don't have to play it as safe no I you mean, can test out new material all right? day. and then yeah. that, that's how you will make makes you a better comic because like yeah. okay this didn't it's work practice. let me tweak it yes right and then you can okay this doesn't fit in this part of the segment of your comedy yeah. Yeah. move it here there, there and this is similar to because we had ken gar on and you know he yeah. did his netflix special and then he came on mm-hmm. and he's like hey yeah did the podcast is like, come to the show we're like yeah we're gonna go. we already bought tickets we're going to your show we, we had just we had just we had mikey mikey o on mm-hmm. and uh yeah we, we had literally and he was like hey what are you what are you guys doing tonight and i'm like uh well we're doing whatever the fuck you're about to tell us to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. one of the so, biggest comedy producers yeah. in the city of course yeah. we're gonna right? follow whatever you like, say yeah, and then we ended up going. We went to the uh, we went to the special taping, and like right, literally the was it the next day? No, no, we we, we went to the special. We saw uh, uh, Cornelison. Oh, Jim Cornelison. Jim Cornelison. He, so yeah, he's the dude that does the uh, the, the national Hawks anthem set. for the Blackhawks yeah. when like big like. And we met a bunch of them. yeah, we met Anthony Fuentes. We met a yeah. bunch of people there. But when he when, when we had Ken Garan, he's like, all right, cool. He's like, hey, just let you know, I'm gonna try some new shit tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. shit cool because you know we already 
we were at the taping for sure. the special. Yeah. We already know what exactly the routine is. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you that, know, that's right. He had to sh- he had a show the night that we were that he had him on. Yeah, yeah. I had him on that. Right. So we get there, and the comics for them are fucking killing. Yeah, nonstop yeah. bangers. Every single one is fucking killing. And he goes <laughs> up there and he's like, <laughs> and he goes and he does his his regular bit, the yep. things that he did on he Netflix. Said, yep. And I was like, yep. Everyone yep. set the stage so fucking high. He's like, nope, I'm going to my and bread and butter. It's such a pride thing, too. You know, you don't want to be out. And you're the headliner. The headliner, headliner of course. The headliner, you know. Well, Dion Cole, had, that's part of his gig. That's part of his whole his whole uh, set. Oh, he, he pulls out the things, yeah. He pulls out his notepad, tells a joke. And he's like, okay. He scratches that one off or puts yeah. a check mark. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. That I, fourth wall. It's, it's, it's um, you know, most, there's a lot of comedians that, unfortunately, get comfortable and mm-hmm. trapped and they have these 20 minutes or 30 minutes that fucking kill and they do these forever yeah you know especially if they don't get a special they don't get a t- on tv or anything like that they keep on doing the same shit over and over and it destroys the first time you see it George but then Lopez? you go see them again and it's the same <laughs> tired shit the same, the that's, same. that's listen, what mikey listen, o tells and, us all and, the time and in george's defense george's early work when his first few specials were fucking bangers and i mean yes. he was creative as fuck it was shit that hadn't been done before yeah he uh you know he he was smashing yeah before he started getting political and a little he, bit more um within more, the last five Five angry, years, yeah. like I saw him twice, and I'm like, dude, this is the exact same thing, two years apart. Not one joke was different. I was like, why did I pay this money? Yeah, that's not you see, and that's what happens. Like you, you have to continue. I mean, look to 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 credit Gabriel. I mean, this guy has put out countless specials, and yes. a lot of them are two fucking hours. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and not to mention all the the TV appearances where he burns material. He just dropped. After a pandemic, he drops two hours at Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's banging out easily another two hours that's killing. I'm mm-hmm. material for everybody. I mean, and material for everybody. You know, there's dudes that I know that are doing the same 20 minutes they were doing fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering why nothing happened. Well, that, that's right. Like, Mikey O, that's one of the big things that he said on, on when he came on our show was that, you know, you get these comedians like the guys we talked about, like Ken Gar oh, yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and all these, you know, all these different comedians. La, uh, La Roca. That, yeah. Gwen La Roca right there. She's mm-hmm. like she blown up HBO, right now. Yeah. Um, but, she, you know, he, he gets the people that he gave that first foot in the door and they come back to him and says, Mikey, I know you had a spot for me, but I'm sorry, I can't do it. I got to go on tour with this guy. And then he's like, never apologize to me for getting a new gig. If you're still here five years from now, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? should be growing. Right. Of course. Yeah. 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 No, he's, no, no. He's like, I always have a spot right. for you, but you shouldn't be here anymore. That's cool. This is preschool. Go, you know what I mean? Yeah, or like, go, this is the go be great. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know, no. I'm giving you your chance. And I mean, shit, that's what he's hooked us up. Yeah. So I, I had this burning question since we agreed to the podcast. And I always want to, I always have this. What is the Mount Rushmore? Oh, my your God. Your Mount Rushmore of comics. Give, give me, Give me four. Jesus Christ. You'd have to put Richard Pryor as number mm. one, in my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. Um, Harlan. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Uh-huh. The, the other two is just it. It there's just so many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many. I mean, because there's know, so many different types of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know. I mean, it'd be like saying you know greatest NBA players of all time and the top five. So those top five could be interchanged. So when you're talking about four. 
four great i mean listen there was there's people like sam kinnison who i mm-hmm. thought was a goddamn brilliant comedian yes. he only had yeah. one special that destroyed in my opinion but that special was fucking incredible yeah you know the way that he tied in his preaching and his knowledge of the bible and made it fucking i mean half the shit that he said would get him canceled today <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but for the time my god God, it was genius. Yeah. Genius shit, you know. Uh, Lenny Bruce, of course, yes. you have to say. Like, how do you yes. not put a Lenny Bruce in there, right? Yep. Um, and then, you know, you've got the people that, that have come in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, look, Eddie Murphy, the two first specials that that man put out were fucking brilliant. Absolutely. Timeless, timeless. Fucking you can still watch brilliant. those. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about timeless. Again, a lot of that or shit that would be considered culture. offensive, yeah. you know. Uh, the stuff, the way that he talked about the gay community yes. was like completely. You that shit would not fly nah, today, no. right? Um, uh, but at the time, it was goddamn genius. It was yeah. goddamn brilliant, you know. Um, uh, Chappelle, I mean, he's, yeah. he's in our generation. Yeah. Yes, controversial, but as should, a comic, you should be fucking. But he's more like Carlin. That's he's more like, like Carlin. He's like a more Correct. modern day Carlin. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah. So, so well, and the thing is too is like for for me personally, I mean, because he was my TV dad, mm-hmm. and and I like the, the nice thing for me was that you know it was shitty what he did, but I got a bunch of his vinyl for real cheap. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, yeah. Bill Cosby as a comedian, if you can su- separate, separate that shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was fucking brilliant, genius, and just clean, yeah. Like he, yeah. he, you know what I mean. He never ever used. Well, he uh, never, he never <laughs> used. <laughs> You're like he's a Will Smith. Oh, we can't listen, say that either. Listen, I mean, he didn't smack nobody. He was incredibly we don't know that. talented comedian. Just brilliant, yeah. brilliant as a comic. You yeah. know, right? Um, yeah, you you have to put. You know, where do you put him? I mean, and I, I you know, my mind and is so, just it all escapes so me right now material. because there's so many. Yeah. There's just so many dudes that. But, but that. It, 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 even even when you look at some of the comedians that did bits that they could they would do on stage and in like like when you had laughing and things like that when you had your variety shows Lily Tomlin Jonathan Winters these people right Robin here. Williams Robin, Robin Williams, Williams amazing Red Fox with the one liners mm-hmm. and the Stag records like there's yeah. so many. That like it, you know, and when you talk about Mount Rushmore, I mean that that's you, you, it's almost impossible. It's, it's, and, and it's it'll hard be a, to argue the top two it, though. It would be a, yeah, the top two. I I would I would yeah. have to put those two up yep. there. Prior I mean, Carlin, I, I I don't know. I mean, the, the other ones are. I think there's so there's a good argument for so many yes. mm-hmm. comics to be up mm-hmm. there. It's just a matter of opinion, matter of preference, yeah. matter of. All um, right. So if I if I change the question and say, what is your Mount Rushmore of Latino comics? Oh my God. Mm. That's uh, I'm putting the screws on too. That's uh, that's 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 really rough, bro. Because uh, what are you basing it on? Because when when you think about you know um, when you talk about sports, you you can sit there and say, well, Michael Jordan was the goat and he had this many titles. Yep. And then you can and then you, you talk about football and you're like, well, fucking Dan Marino had no titles. Right. But he was a goddamn great goddamn yes. quarterback. Yeah. Kelly was a great yeah. fucking quarterback, but no goddamn Super Bowls. Yeah. Right. So does that take away from their greatness? No. Because then again, you've got somebody like no. you got somebody no, it, who's it, it does. You got somebody who's not. It's like no, but you're less than a nut. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got you somebody. Yeah. You got somebody like a Gabriel Iglesias who sold out Dodger Stadium. Right. Do, now you got a stadium comedian that only you know Kevin Hart has sold out a football stadium. Yeah. But other than that, like who's you're, done, you you're know, just stuck like looking what, for a qualifier. So 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 now you're like looking at it like okay, so who's 
the greatest Latino comic out there. The guy who's like, you know, because then you can make an argument. What about Paul Rodriguez? Because Paul he Rodriguez. was the pioneer yes, that traced, that. you yeah, know, man. that that opened up the world. Now, Paul yeah. Rodriguez, talk about material being dated as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Some of his great jokes when he when he came on the scene, he you know, he was talking about being in the fields of Bakersfield with all the agriculture. Yeah. And so my family showed yeah. up and he said, hey, look, job security. You know, that was one of <laughs> that was one of his first jokes. Yeah. You know, yeah. he'd create he'd call out a knife as his American Express, you know, the guy that had tortillas, you know, tortillas talking about it's a yamaka, it's a it's a frisbee, and you can use it as underarm pads, you know, and, 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 and again, and, and, and it was, you know, so so he was the first one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you could say Freddie Prince, but you know, mm. obviously that was very short lived. Right. Um. So you've got him as the as the um. As the monarch, right? The right. The, the, the the guy that that, that the opened the doors, yeah. and then you've got and then you've got George that came in and kicked that door to the level that had never been done by any Latino to have a successful TV show. Yes. Whatever people think of George now is is irrelevant to the work that he did. The work that he did opened up more doors than anybody had before him mm -hmm. that even than Paul I would say you know yeah. because yeah. unfortunately when yeah. Paul when Paul did it there wasn't the social media right. aspect that, that was around that, that's such a catalyst and the exposure that you got and then you could sit there and say Carlos Mencia with the shit he was doing yeah. early yeah. on right yeah. uh, and and then you go back to like a, a guy like Willie Barcena with fucking 11 tonight shows yeah you know um, uh, Gabriel is obviously in like Pablo yeah. Francisco yeah. yeah you've got you know there's so many dudes that have been in that mix um, that you know even like a Felipe Esparza could uh, be yeah, put I in just, that conversation I was just it. you know um so so um it, it, it becomes this this uh uh again matter of uh of taste and and whatnot right. you know but there's a lot of dudes that that you have to give their props to for what they did at the time you know what's happening now is 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 you still have to historically say god damn you know i was at dodger stadium not too long ago and you know a lot of kids today don't have no idea who Fernando Valenzuela was. You no, know? I'm and, glad they were doing the whole celebration from it's, this year. It's, yes, it's but, but again, but when you realize, when you, when you sit there and think, my God, like there's people that don't know who the Scorpions is or who Van Halen is mm. or, who, or who, you know, Metallica is yeah. or, or shit yeah. like that because they didn't grow up with that. Right. Right. And it's irrelevant to them. And to them, the greatest comedian, they'll say it's Kevin Hart because they never yeah. knew a Richard Pryor. They never right. knew an Eddie Murphy. And they didn't know enough to go look them up either. Right. You know, right. why would they? You know, these are people from back in the day. Right. So, so it, it's, it's so open to interpretation, I guess. And I, I'm, I'm, I know you're looking for a specific answer. It's just not that easy of a question. No, I know that's not an easy question, but you know, usually yeah, you, you'll get the top two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he asked the question. I hope I answered it as best as no, I No, you did. No, you did. And, and like you said, you, you got your Carlin and your prior. That's yeah. top two. And then everyone else is fighting for those last two spots. And, then, and that's a matter of opinion. I agreed, feel. agreed. Mm -hmm. And then but it's see, a matter know, of a time, too, right? Ba the 70s, ba 80s, 90s. Correct. Based on the short time that I've known you, that is a very Martin answer. That fits you to a T. And the reason I say that is because the way you talk about having respect for yourself, respect for others, understanding that it's not, you know, it is, it is very hard to qualify without numbers, mm -hmm. right? Like sports, it is hard to qualify what's the best, what's quote unquote sure. the best. But that doesn't mean you can't have a favorite. Of course. And I think for me, my favorite comedian of all time is Richard Pryor. Yeah. 
I, I, you know, I've listened to almost every single thing that guy put out. There's people that only know him from live on the Sunset Strip yeah. mm-hmm. and don't know the greatness that was Richard Pryor yeah. because they've never heard anything else right. that he did. But the collection of specials that this man had yeah. was just in the amount of material that he had and the amount of, of you know, social issues that yeah. he tackled in his set and did it in such in a an funny way. And funny way. Yeah, and he was yeah. one of the first comics to cross over into into yes. mainstream yeah. medium, doing Superman, doing mm-hmm. uh, all the movies, the, yeah, all yeah. the movies. Yeah. Right, yeah, he yeah, crossed yeah. over. Not only being a vulgar comic because yeah. he was vulgar, yeah, yeah, points, yeah, for sure. But then well, doing kids movies yeah. and doing Superman, uh, mm-hmm. what was the, the toy, the he toy, the toy, yeah, 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 the toy. That's one of my favorite movies. Bruce, yeah. Brewster's Millions. Yeah. The funny thing about Richard Pryor is a lot of people don't know that when he first started out, he was emulating Bill Cosby. One hundred percent. Yeah, you know what I mean. He stood up on. It's the same thing with Bob Marley when he first came out. Is it like he was a doo wop singer where with the tight, you know, the tight fade and the 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 tie and all that shit. Richard Pryor, and you see him up there looking young and shit. And you're like, bro, that's before he found drugs. I, that's what I think. <laughs> so he's like, get but, in line. But, like, you know, there was nobody really doing. Um, like he was the first person to put his pain out there. Yeah, yeah. And that was what was revolutionary. The other thing he, he put, did was he did long form. Mm-hmm. He did long form. Red Fox was was, but he it did was jokes. Sta- it, it was like polo polo, polo it was, in Mexico. It was, yes. Right. It was it was, the, yes. it was just the one liners. Yeah. It was yeah. like hey, you know, take my wife. You know that shit right there. Yeah, like, no, that's, no, that's what he take did. my wife. Yeah. And he was funny as fuck. Yeah. Like he, but it was that stag record. Like you get fucked Correct. up with your buddies and listen to the Red Fox. Right. You don't get fucked up with your buddies and sit there and listen to long form Richard Pryor. R- Richard, Not, Richard, you watch that TV. You watch, and it. I mean, when I. I had his, his uh, CD collection, and some of those fucking bits were yeah. just—they just have you bent over laughing. The way and and you know, Gabriel is, is is a master of doing this as well. When he'll tell a story, he'll bring those characters yeah. in the story in the to story. life. He's not talking in his voice. No, he's talking as those characters. Yeah. There's a bit by Pryor called "Craps" or mm-hmm. "After Hours." Okay, and it's about going to the after hours spot. And knocks on the door And the guy's like Who is it? You know So then yeah, immediately, yeah. As soon as it starts There's two It's the guy coming in And the guy at the door yeah. He walks in He's got cops He's got people Talking to people Who haven't said shit But you can hear What they say <laughs> You know th- th- Because they're answering You yeah, know yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and he brings He has so, he, I, I want to say I counted it before No less than 12 different characters mm. In this story and, they, and he paints this picture And he does it So beautifully that you feel like you're at this after hours. You, like you remember yeah, the like, characters, yeah, like dude. Said, it's incredible. Different type of comedy, and this—he's giving you a visual, yes, without even doing anything else. But like, hey, this is this guy's voice. This is that voice, and and the voices are funny as it is. And then you have the interaction between the voices, and it's like. Dude, it feels like I'm fucking right there. So the, I, I tell you what, I, I actually got my ass beat over Richard Pryor. My mom had a cassette tape. Oh boy, right? It was a. Uh, Richard live on the mm-hmm. Sunset Strip, which is the one that most people have heard. Right, mm-hmm. and it was the cassette, and <laughs> and I'm listening to that shit. No, it, no, it wasn't. It was Wanted Richard Pryor. It was wanted the white is one. Good. Wanted and I, is and I, good. When I found that on vinyl, I almost shit in my hand and ate it because I was so excited. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And <laughs> and so that I had, one is probably one of my favorite ones. The the, the the bits that are in there, I still because I listen. The to heart that attack at, bit at is night, in that, there. The heart attack. My was like, God. Was like, 
I said, don't breathe, don't breathe, no motherfucker. Okay, I won't breathe, I won't breathe, I won't breathe. <laughs> that one, and then the other one that I always love off of that is where he had the monkeys, the pet monkeys, uh-huh. and they went up into the tree, and they were like, he was like, I hope that occasion that monkey fucked me. He was like, yeah, he would bring everything to oh, life. Man. Another one that, I mean, it, it, it's just brilliant the way that he did that. And again, when it's his heart talking to him during yeah. the heart attack, yeah. are you out of your mind, bro? Yep. Yep. That no, shit was like, brilliant. Oh, look at that. Oh, he's you're, having a heart attack. You're, 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 you're fr- thinking about yeah. dying now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you weren't thinking about that when you were in that pork. <laughs> doing that cocaine, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. I, wait, when the dog's next door. Yes. That was yes. my favorite. He was like, hey, Rich. <laughs> What, what, what's the matter? He's like, oh man, my monkey said no. He goes, he goes, damn. I was gonna eat them too. <laughs> Dude, he's got this thing where he's got the, the Italians fucking doing that. Oh, come here, come here, say that thing. <laughs> it, it, it's just he—he he was just a great, one of the greatest to ever no, do the man. fucking thing. Um, yeah, he—I would say that he's my favorite. That's that's what's up, you know. Man, look, I, I couldn't, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. I'm so glad that we were able to make this work, having y'all over here. Martin in the house, Hooter. I mean, it's so, look, this is the first time from last night being y'all. And, and to have it here, to have it at Estrella Negra with Otto, with, with everything we have been able to do here, I, I, can't, I can't thank y'all I, enough Are you, for are you closing here. that? Otto, come over here and say what's up, cabrón. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Otto in here for a minute. He's falling asleep already. I know. He's tired. Otto's tired. He had bro. a rough night. He had a rough night. So, what's up? We, we just want to say thank you for, for hosting us, not just the podcast, but the show yeah, last I'm night. Good. And then Sunday, we're doing two this time. And uh, just thank you, fucker. An honor to have you guys, man. It's uh, been a blast since day one. Well, we've yeah. been here since day one eating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at our fucking stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys went to high school together, Otto? Yeah, yeah. we all went to high school together. It's crazy. I, I I still remember I, I remember when we packed it in here for the check please. That was one of my favorite things, just watching you and I remember watching your eyes light up. It was the the, the, the local like show that showcases restaurants in Chicago on, on channel eleven. Oh my god, that was yeah, show pretty, to be on. Yeah. Talking to the mic, cabrón. It was the show to be on and we were there. Hey man, he cooks food now, he does a podcast. Well yeah, it was the best. <laughs> Time of my life <laughs> in my kitchen. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was perfect. That was, perfect. That was, that was a perfect beautiful. way to close it. That was yeah, great. That was beautiful. Though. All right, Martina Hooter, tell us about your podcast before we get out of here, so we can get our listeners to listen to your podcast. Uh, it's the Yo 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 podcast with Martina and Hooter. Uh, we talk a lot of craziness, dude. We talk about you know what's going on in our lives. Uh, it, it's a weird thing because you know we're father son. Yeah. And so we kind of use it to catch up, you know, like yeah, it's almost oh like shit. a phone call, but uh, we recorded and put it out there yeah, and we recorded and put it out there. Um, so, like I said, our relationship isn't, you know, like normal father son relationships, I'd say. And yeah, like so- we'll tag team somebody. <laughs> <laughs> And talk about it on the podcast. And so if something like that's gonna fucking offend you or it's too much for you, I won't like our podcast, bro. Um, so yeah, that's the Yo 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 podcast. Everywhere you can stream them, there's a shit ton of, of episodes out there. It's a, it's a long library. It's years of, of great. craziness. It's great. Um, I also have another podcast called yes. Brujo One Hundred One. Oh, is it where one? I talk uh, all things spiritual? My co-host is a Santera. 
Uh, she is a, a witch. She's, uh, you know, she flies. Uh, she's legitimate. She has a broom and everything. Oh, shit. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I never seen no That's Jamaican do that, sir. That's called a callback. Uh, no, but she, uh, she's my. I, I call her. I, I used to call her my bruja, but I said that scares people when I say my bruja. So now I say my spiritual advisor. There we go. Uh, That's yeah, she's my spiritual madrina. So brujo one hundred one and the yo 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 podcast. But thank you guys, and you know, keep on doing your thing, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, it, man. You guys so are fun. awesome. No, we appreciate you. We appreciate so you guys for being on the show. Like. We really didn't even get to our questions. We literally no, we didn't. Sh- we got a I couple think, in there. No, we, we did the shooting shit. We, though. we got we, we got what we wanted. I think we we I, this is I, I'll tell you what. Like the, the the best the best interviews are when it's a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. And, and I think that uh, I, this is this was just great, man. I, I appreciate yeah. y'all so much for being on the show. Thank you guys. Thank All right, you guys. All right. Don't forget to check out Martin and Hooter on their show Yo 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 podcast. Check them out. We'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. What up? It's Martin Moreno and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice, Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. Oh, yeah. So... Um, I you know what? I think I showed you this the other day, but um, hold on, hold on, because I still got one in the bank that we started to talk about, we couldn't finish talking about. Oh, that's um, right, yeah, 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 yeah. ice cream, sir. So, they have if you go through this place, it's basically an ice cream store. In every, in every room, you have a different theme. They have one with Jelly Belly because you talk about different flavors, and there's one room where you can do some mini golf. And it's a hot dog themed room with like donuts. And the idea that of this room is that they had a sample of hot dog ice cream. Ooh. And what it is is a small, maybe like a two, three inch pink bun. It was actually a regular hot dog bun, just dyed pink. And they either put uh, for a sweet ice cream, they put, I believe, vanilla ice cream with, uh, it, it was like strawberry topping and some other, something else on it to make it look like a hot dog with, with ketchup on it. Gotcha. Then, savory kind. And this was actually smoked hot dog flavored ice cream topped with uh, uh, some type of, it's supposed to look like mustard. It wasn't, but it looked like it. And then pickles, pickle relish, sweet pickle relish. So that right there is your stirring the pot. Yay or nay on hot dog flavored ice cream in a bun. Hey, 
I, I'm gonna try it just to say I tried it because it seems like a cool experience. But I'm thinking it's just gonna taste like the hot dog water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, so you tried it. I'm telling you, you're telling me this because you tried it. All right. So here's the thing. <laughs> it was that bad. Oh man. No, here's here, here's the thing though. Like you got to think. Have you ever had like wet bread? Like if you ever. Oh. Man, yeah, if you're eating lunch at school, right, and like all of a sudden you spill your Hawaiian punch on your fucking Wonder Bread, and you know on your ham and cheese sandwich, you're like, Ugh. like it's just the the texture of it. That was really the problem because when you have something as soft as a bun, also not it's not savory. It really has no flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a vehicle for the hot dog, right? right? So it doesn't really combine well with something like vanilla ice cream, which is not that sweet. So that. Plus the kind of the wetness of the bread that was a lot better than the hot dog flavored savory one, which was again you don't taste it until you get the aftertaste of like that smokiness, and that's what made it taste like quote unquote taste like a hot dog, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was meat flavored or had chunks of hot dog in it. It was that smokiness that they used to cook <laughs> <laughs> chunks of hot dog ice cream. Oh god, it was no. like it was like mint chocolate hot dog, like. It- <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i mean so like i, I will tell you that uh the first one was uh, like all right i I'm, I'm not mad that i tried it the second one i was kind of mad that i that I had that that i took a bite of that i was like mm. just with experience i guess but yeah. i was like no no and it was one of those things where uh, you just saw a line of people like with their hand uh, with one hand holding like that most of that hot dog thing that they just took one bite of and their other hand in front of their mouth waiting to spit this out looking for a trash can <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it was uh it's like one that one time you have that one shot of Malort. yeah that yeah uh yeah but i mean at least it wasn't as traumatizing as the Malort. <laughs> hey you're from out of town i got a shot for you <laughs> The only good thing about Malort is that, like, the only way a Malort tastes great is, like, when you're taking the shot, sacrificing, taking one for the team because, you know, that guy hasn't had one yet. And if you don't take one, also, it'll look suspicious. So when you really yeah. pull off that thing, you'll take that shot for that that reason. And you just kind of look at him like, ah, ah, I knew it was going to be shitty, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming already. You didn't. Um. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't. Know. I'll try it, but I don't. I don't, well, I don't want to try it anymore. Now that you described it, no, I'm good. <laughs> so there was there was another room. Um. That had. Uh, uh. It was a hot chocolate ice cream. But here's the problem. He's like, oh, okay. I will eat the hot chocolate. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know what made it hot? All the fucking spice they put it in. It was like cayenne pepper or some shit like that. And you don't know. You like it's. You know how weird it is to eat something cold that's spicy as fuck. Like there was one of those, and I should have. My my biggest regret of that day is that I didn't let my daughter actually try it. She went to go for that station. They had two different kinds, and one was like uh, pineapple, one was the hot chocolate. They she saw my reaction. She's like, "No, nah, I'm not getting that shit." And I was like, "Fuck!" I should have just shut up and like. This is- <laughs> it would have been way funnier. Oh yeah, that would have been really funny if you would have filmed it too. Yeah, because it was on her birthday. I was talking about a birthday treat. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, brother. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports, sir? Oh, uh, man. There's been a lot of sports this week. But the one thing that I did start to binge, and I think uh, today's an episode. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us on HBO. Um, you okay. Know, so, it, a, you know, it's, I'm not into zombies and stuff like that, but it is a very well done show. I'd never played the game. 
had you know i knew there was a game but i never played the game it's a really well written show well acted um uh, pedro pascal uh is just he's in everything and everything he does is great man so um yeah i've been the first seven episodes and i think there's three more left in the season so uh, i highly recommend getting the show it is um way better than the walking dead uh the, the world war z yeah it's it's you know it's a it's a combination of all those zombie things but just the best part so definitely watch that okay yeah i think we watched one episode and and and, and i'll give walking dead uh i'll give them uh i'll give them props for this they followed the book pretty well at least to to the part where you got to like negan they they could edit it as much as they could to make it fit tv mm-hmm. but it was just the problem is that you can't stretch a tv show out of a book for that long because you have all these lulls and they're just building story and characters and just making essentially what it is is they're making you fall in love or hate a character so much that by the time it comes down to it the tenth the intensity is just so high so that that's what they did but yeah it was long shit yeah yeah i only watched one season of walking dead i thought it was redundant i was like whatever and I, I I read the books up to a certain point, and you 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 stopped too early. You, about halfway through is when you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching, man? Uh, I watched a couple things. Uh, the first thing I watched was uh, uh, episode one. I didn't watch episode two yet of Mandalorian season three. Finally came back. Um, that was definitely interesting. I actually went afterwards and started kind of rewatching some of the first uh, episodes. And uh, you know, we have a, we have a Mandalorian pinball game that from Stern, so it's kind of cool to kind of revisit what they got going on over there. Um, the other thing that we actually just watched last night was uh, Nope. It was the uh, the Jordan Peele movie from mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, man and his sister discover something sinister in the skies above their California horse ranch, while the owner of a nearby theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. This was uh, actually Stephen Young from Walking Dead was in this, yep. along with uh, Daniel Kalalala, Kalai, that guy, um, and also Kiki Palmer. So, uh, good cast, uh, really good movie. Um, it's a horror movie so there's there's spots in there that you kind of gotta make your way through um i also watched smile uh, a couple days ago oh how was that um, that was good but it's again it's a horror movie so like the endings are i always have a problem with the endings the way like how does life continue after this traumatic event or how is it still going or whatever mm. um but the other big thing that i watched was the chris rock special um that was really <laughs> really interesting um he completely went in on uh, Will Smith. It took him a while to get to it, but he definitely went in on Will Smith. He called him a bitch about 153 times, so that was definitely uh, entertaining. And the sad thing about that is that in the in the set, he actually fucked up a joke that he was telling about Will Smith, and it was about how uh, no one went. To, the joke was supposed to be uh, no one went to go see the movie Concussion, so he gave me a concussion. Right. And then also, like, I paid to see Emancipation just to see Will Smith get his ass beat. But he mixed up the movies, and, and actually, they I think they went out. Uh, they went back, and Netflix fixed it, which is kind of dumb to me because, like, we know what happened. We, it was the first time Netflix ever ever showed anything live. So I wish they would have uh, just kept it the way it was. Yeah, they should have kept it the way it was. So yeah, um, definitely. I seen a clip, but I haven't finished uh, watching the whole thing. So that's, that's something I will be watching tonight. Absolutely. Z, let me ask you a question real quick before we get out of here. What's that? Who is winning this WBC, man? Who's winning it? I I, yeah. I I really believe it's gonna be Venezuela. 
Really? Yeah, I just something something telling me that Venezuela's gonna do. It. I know Japan's killing everybody, but and then Dominican's really good. Puerto Rico's getting their ass kicked right now, but something about Venezuela and it being Miggy's last year. You know, do, do, I think you're, you're giving Altuve all the love too. I, 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 I don't, don't forget, he's on that squad. I know. I know. You're the one that <laughs> mentioned on. that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give, give it up, give it up. I mean, look, he look. He, you know why he loves baseball so much? Because he's always looking for a trophy with someone that's as tall as him just to sit on top. You, you know what I mean? As a baby, he put me on top and then... <laughs> he's got the Kevin Hart uh, complex. That's right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search your keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and check them out right now and also a huge huge shout out to our boy Otto at Estrella Negra going over there 2346 West Fullerton in Chicago I even googled the address there for you y'all go. finally <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say um, they are a great uh, a spot for a date night for just hanging out with some friends trying some great great food there is not one thing in there that you'll say I wish I got something else because at the end of the day you're going to wish you got the whole menu so mm. go and check them out Estrella Negra 2346 West Fullerton Fullerton. Shout out to Otto for having us uh, over to uh, do our interview with the uh, the infamous Hooter and Martin. Yeah, it was a great interview. Great, great time with those guys. Uh, don't forget to check out the rest of the 606 Media lineup. The new show in the 606 family is No Water on the Weekend with Stephen and Sean. It's a pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes available on Mondays wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, don't forget two brand new projects coming out of Shy Native Entertainment. Uh, it is the... Uh, uh, you got... Mike Logic and Joey Child's uh, new EP, Too Much to Text, Volume 1, is now available on all streaming platforms. Go and check them out. Uh, great, great EP. This is just Volume 1, so they got much, much more coming out soon. And just dropped on 3, uh, three what's it, uh, 3323. That's what, <laughs> that's what it was. It's Ideal with Feliz y Guapo. Uh, his brand new project just dropped, so go and check them out. Uh, go check out the Shine Idiot. Uh, Shane Native Entertainment page. There is a lot of uh, in-depth. There's interviews. There's all the uh, the tour dates for all the guys that are involved with these two projects. Uh, they're just they got their their slam pack. They got a lot of stuff going on. So support local. Go check out some local Chicago acts. And uh, you know, look that that's we're all creative, so we just support each other. So go and check them out. And don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio podcast. It's now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit uh please go and check them out right now shout out to ronesh panic serious beats and custom made for the beats we play on today's show check out panic on for all your moment merch and gear and don't forget to check us out on social media you can find us at true shy fans on twitter and on tiktok find us on facebook instagram spotify reach out to us on our uh email we want to hear from you you know, you can also DM us on any platform if you've got any questions, any comments, any concerns, or just to you know tell us how great you think the show is. Uh, you could also reach us at true Chicago sports fans at gmail.com. 
All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next time for episode 135. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Swish. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Oh, my goodness! Didn't see that coming! I'm middle What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. I'll eat the poppers.